I'm not the Reverend John Shields. <laughs> Didn't want to scare anybody. Um, so Don is a little under the weather. It's nothing serious. It's not COVID or anything. He just, under the weather, needed me to step in at the last minute. So I have a few thoughts today. So it's not really like a sermon. It's more, it's more of like a meditation today. Um, some of you guys are like, yes, we're going to get out of here soon. <laughs> so just a few thoughts that I'd like for us to meditate on. We have this morning the story of the Magi. We are looking ahead to Epiphany later this week, and this is such a beautiful story. It's also so dramatic. I think it would make a really good like TV special because the characters in, are interesting, the, the moves and the action are fascinating. And there's a lot going on in this one little little scene. You know, you have these characters, the wise men, who emerge from the east, and they're following a star. Uh, scientists and astrologers and people who were kind of outside of the community who come forward and, and say, a messiah has been born. We want to go and visit him. And you, then you have the big bad evil ruler Herod, who is immediately, this gets his attention, and he feels threatened by this Messiah could take away his, his power. And Herod was known for being a um, pretty violent military ruler. And the text also says, and he was afraid, all of Jerusalem was afraid too. So everyone was aware that something had happened. This baby had been born that was going to disrupt all of their kind of comfortable status quo life. And the wise men get told by Herod that, you know, could you maybe kind of find out where he is so I could come and, you know, pay him homage, pay him homage, um, not do him well. And they go, and they find Jesus. And by this time, Jesus is no longer the, um, the baby in the manger. They're no longer in a barn somewhere. They're actually in a house, and Jesus is maybe a little bit older, like a, a small child. And the wise men get to see him and are just amazed. They've never seen any person like this before. They've never beheld such hope before. So they, they worship him. They, they open up their treasure chests and give him gifts. And it's all very kind of mysterious. Then the story ends on this really intriguing, mysterious line having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by a different road. I think that's such a fascinating way to end this scene. And um, so I have a friend uh, who is a priest in this diocese. Her name is Kathy Caimano. And she once preached a sermon on this same text. And she had this really wonderful line. Once we meet Jesus, we all go home by a different road. Once we meet the Christ child, once we are changed by that encounter, all of us go home by a different road. 
So I want to meditate on that today. I feel like there's a lot more to say about that one line from my friend's sermon, that the way that Jesus comes into this world changes a lot of things. It changes not only the route, how we find ourselves going home, but also how we see, how we comprehend home. Let me give you a little bit more of a practical example. So yesterday, Mark and I were, all last week, we had some time off. We were able to rest, and we were down in South Carolina seeing some family through up through New Year's. And we we're driving back here home uh, from being in South Carolina. The car was packed to the gills with all these Christmas presents and food and luggage. The dogs were in the back seat. It's about a four-hour drive which a four-hour drive is just like right on the edge of exhaustion, you know? It just pushes the, like, any farther than that, and you're like, I'm done. And we, we got up through about Rockingham, and we were like, you know, let's go home a different way. Normally, we would drive up uh, through High Point and over to get back to Winston-Salem. But we decided to take a different road and to go up through Lexington and then up to Winston-Salem from 52. And it was interesting how changing the route opened our eyes to home and what home is and where our home is situated. By driving that way, we started to see things that we'd never seen before, houses and roads that we've never been on before. We were seeing a completely different corner of North Carolina. We could see some things that bothered us, you know, some, some signs and symbols in people's yards that were not okay, um, some animals in fields that were not being cared for. You know, we could, we could see that there's some problems around us. We could also see that there was some new life that we didn't know was there. There were these gorgeous gardens and big strawberry field that's all prepped and ready for spring to come. And um, most importantly for us and our family, we saw some new places to go get barbecue. This is very important to us. <laughs> so our eyes were opened to appreciate so many lovely things that were right nearby all along. Jesus' coming into the world changes us. He changes everything. And Jesus' birth in Bethlehem reveals to the world that sacredness is all around us. The world is made holy by this. Jesus' presence among us, it transforms the world, and it enables us to see everything, everything completely differently. And so, we are called to consider two things. One, what is not right in the world that needs fixing? And then, second, what is lovely and good and true that we didn't notice before? So, I invite you to reflect on how uh, coming into the world and recognizing where home is, is changed by Jesus. How is Jesus challenging you to see home differently? Because when we encounter the Christ child, we all go home by a different road. And maybe you are invited to change your route home, to see and appreciate and to change something new. 
And first, where is there that need for change in you? Are there some things that you've grown accustomed to that are in your world that are not so great? Some habits of your own, some habits of other people? Is there something near you that is doing harm to someone or something? Or maybe has home just become kind of a metaphor for your own personal sanctuary and, and not the place where you notice the needs of others? Has your sense of home become too narrow or too inward to include the rest of God's world? And then second, we also need to reflect on the goodness of home because there is so much that we all have in our lives right now that is perfect and good. And Jesus calls us to see that too. So look at the beauty of home, what it means to have home, to be at home in this world. And you can extend that to whatever place makes sense to you in your, in your body, in your physical home, in this spiritual home, this holy gathering of God's people, in the home of Winston-Salem. How does this change us? Because this is what incarnation means, that the whole world is saturated with holiness. And we just need eyes that are determined to see it. Where is there goodness and loveliness in your life that you need to pay attention to? Where is God's own light shining for you right now? Where is there new life just unfolding right in front of you? When John Shields asked me to jump in and preach for him today, I asked him what he was going to preach about. And he said, oh, I've got this great sermon. It's uh, about the birth of Jesus, but it's also about the genealogy in Matthew. And I was like, that's great. Maybe you could give me a copy of it, and I could just read it to everybody. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I didn't write it down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but he did say that there was one thing that's written down, and it's this poem by the theologian Howard Thurman, and it's called The Work of Christmas. When the song of the angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, when the kings and princes are home, when the shepherds are back with their flocks, the work of Christmas begins to find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, to make peace among the people, to make music in the heart. After we meet the Christ child, we all go home by a different way. And by God's grace, that root will change us. That spiritual journey will make us more aware of all the goodness all around us, and it will make us more challenged to rise to the needs that are all around us. So may our work this Christmas expand our sense of home. May we receive the kind of grace that really, really changes us. And may we open our eyes to all the ways that Jesus is newly present among us. Amen.